0: Good afternoon, and I'm very pleased to be here today. Uh, It's a pleasure to introduce to you this exhibition, Eugène Adjaye, Old Paris, coming mostly, except for the Manry album, from the museum where I have been a curator in charge of the photographs since 1980. The Carnavalet Museum is the museum of the history of Paris, with a strange name, Carnavalet, (laughs) which is... uh, uh, the result of the name of one of the first, first families living there in the 16th century, Carnevenois. So the name looked sounded like Carnival. And this nickname, Carnavalet, has stayed with the building since when it became a museum in 1880, after having been bought by the city of Paris in 1866 to become the Museum of the History of Paris. We have in our collection of photographs, a very big collection from the origins to now, between uh, 8,000 and 9,000, sorry for my English sometimes very bad, Uh, there are almost 9,000 prints by Ajay in our collection. Part of them was bought directly from the photographer between 1898 and his death in 1927. Another part was received from a collector of images of Paris in the 30s, 1930s and another part was bought from a bookshop specialized in art books in 1952 which explains that sometimes we have three copies of the same image in different conditions. For this exhibition we always have chosen the best. This photograph we almost chose for the cover of the book. It's on the facade of this beautiful museum here and um, the publisher who was going to publish the book in three languages, Spanish, English and French, decided that it was too mysterious for the cover of this book on Paris. So The next image was chosen for the cover of the book. They both uh, belong to the... um, These photographs of Paris belong to the center of Paris, 5th and 6th arrondissement, and they are really symbolic of Adé's work on old Paris, his main subject during more than 30 years of work in the city, They show facades and a, street of, and a street perspective typical of the 16th, 17th, 18th century. Usually mainly still here, still there in Paris, but sometimes having disappeared or most of the time having changed or being transformed. Usually these places have become now the most admired remains of the old Paris and they are in much better condition usually now. During Adé's lifetime, the old Paris was becoming the subject of many concerns following the transformation of the French capital in the second half of the 19th century under the reign of Napoleon III and under the organization of Baron Haussmann, the prefect of the Seine. The aim of these of the government was to make of Paris a modern city. And in 1898 was created the Commission of the Old Paris, Commission of the Old Paris, to to preserve the uh, old remains of Paris by classifying them, helping to classify them as landmarks. In 1900, the World Fair in Paris... Uh, reconstructed, in fact, uh, an area of Paris of the medieval city, which was visited by many, many thousands of people who came to see the Exposition Universelle of 1900. So I will treat in three parts this short uh, speech, trying to uh, keep the 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, Ajay, first, a biography in relation to this exhibition, of course. Second, the specificities of the photographs, and third, the way the exhibition was organized. Eugene Adjay was born in 1857 in the southwest of France, in Libourne, near Bordeaux. He died in Paris in 1927. He started as an actor, having traveled as a young boy on ships, he studied acting in Paris, but had to interrupt his studies. André Calmet one, was one of his very good friends from his studies, another actor. became, And he stayed his, his, a friend until the end of his life. It was, very, it was a very important person for Ajay's fame in America later on. Adjaye travelled in the provinces of France to perform in small theatres. He met there his life companion, Valentine, an actress, but at the end of 1880, he stopped acting to start photography, returning to Paris in 1890. Adjaye knew several artists, painters, illustrators, artisans. He had made himself... He had himself painted, but no painting have survived except one concert at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Arger starting selling photographs to painters and illustrators as documents and models. This is his carte de visite, which we have in the Musée Carnavalet. Until the late 1890s, he had mostly private clients. He then was introduced probably by artists or actors who knew the museum to the world of curators in museums and libraries. The question is often asked, did he work on commission? Answer is probably very rarely, but he talked to curators and artists who gave him hints to go to certain places but there is no trace of an official commission. In the carte de visite, you have the mention déplacement, which means that he would go where you would ask him. This is Ajay's interior. He has hidden himself, it's in the show, behind the identity of the artiste dramatique, an actor. Here's the flat where he lived from 1899 on rue Campagne Première in Montparnasse, where we can see his interest in books, engravings, and objects. The fact that he transforms, in the, la- in the caption, his own interior into that of an actor makes clear that he never abandoned the love of theater. He even gave classes about theater to what was called then Université Populaire, Colleges for the People, Evening Classes. Here is a proof of um, the way illustrators could copy and make a model of his photograph. So this is Ajay's photograph. And this is a drawing made by an artist whose name is not possible to read in the signature. And this is 1899. These documents are in the Bibliothèque Nationale de France. It is very rare to find such proofs of the use of Adjé by artists, Adjé's photographs. Another example, it's a book illustrated by engravings after Adjé, published in 1904, but his name is not mentioned. Here is the proof this little um, engraving by Jacques Beltran and the photograph by Adjé that you have upstairs. So Adjé became to sell photographs to the Musée Carnavalet in 1898. Other collections like the Bibliothèque Nationale, the Bibliothèque Historique from the city of Paris, the Museum of Decorative Arts, of Sculpture architecture started buying from him, too. Ajay sold thousands of photographs to these institutions, but didn't stop selling to artists, um, theater decorators, iron artisans, filmmakers, etc. There is a repertoire and kind of agenda of his clients conserved at the Museum of Modern Art in New York, which gives the names of the persons with their addresses, prices per photo, sometimes with the metro stop for, we, uh, for going to visit them. And for some instances, the name of the person who introduced Ajay to his new clients. Here's the old courtyard in the 16th century of the Musée Carnavalet with a statue of Louis Fourteenth in the middle. So he would sell his pictures to the museum and they would be put in portfolios which, would, which are still uh, featuring Paris' uh, topography. They are files where you see architecture, decorative arts, details of buildings, illustrating uh, the history of the capital. But also we have series on uh, the professions which are called Meurs. uh it's moors. So he sold more and more uh, pictures, starting with little trades, markets in the streets, around markets, street vendors, and peddlers. These are the first type of pictures uh, bought by the Musée Carnavalet, and this is what you can see in the first gallery because it's um, the most... uh, old type of work that Ajay sold to the museum. And the pictures, the prints, are not always the best quality because uh, it was in the beginning of his career. And they have sometimes have been exposed uh, to the light in our galleries. Here is this picture that you have seen formerly. Ajay understood that Musée Carnavalet, like many other historic institutions in the capital, was interested to complete its documentary f- series with views of buildings, shop fronts, and decorative details. So the old quarters of the capital were acquired by thousands by the Musée Carnavalet. And some of, on some of them, Ajay would uh, would write will disappear because he would know that this place uh, he, he had taken the photo would be demolished, like here, and this very famous picture, that's that one. He would sell the photographs quite quickly after having taken the picture to the museum. Sometimes it would be a very famous place, like in Montmartre, the Moulin de la Galette. He would sometimes also... Treat all the old uh, churches of Paris like here where he, in saint Severin went even on on the roof. Details of fountains, vases in parks, gardens, gardens that would disappear. This one is uh, totally disappeared. Musée de Cluny garden bridges caves. in 1920 during the first world war, uh, before after the first world war when aje had gradually stopped taking pictures he realized he had made quite many photographs he had not only taken images in the old paris but also in the surroundings of the capital in all the little villages around the city he had taken the old streets, the churches, courtyards, and little streets. He went as far as Rouen in Normandy. So he decided, having no children on his own, to propose to the government his collection of old Paris views, saying, it's at the end of the letter, I can truthfully say that I possess all of old Paris. After the First World War, he started again taking pictures of old Paris, but very often with a romantic, quite romantic approach, more atmospheric, like here and this view of the Pantheon. In the middle of 1920, Ajay started selling to the avant-garde artists of Montparnasse, among them Braque, Picasso, and Man Ray. Usually, Ajay would visit the artists in their studios, so, probably in the 20s, he went to see these painters like Manray. Manray became very enthusiastic about the photographs he saw. He bought a good quantity of them, among which nudes, prostitutes, window shops. These images, museums and libraries had never bought them, they were too modern. Man Ray purchased also architecture. We have that same one in our collection too. The um, rag pickers uh, people. And I've made uh, what everybody wants to make with a lot of address pictures, a little detail of this incredible image of collection of... uh, where the rag pickers work and live. This image is one of the most famous that uh, Manet bought from Ajay. an Eclipse Place de la Bastille on, in 1912. And this image uh, is not currently in the exhibition because uh, the museum in uh, Rochester would not lend uh, a vintage print of this of this image, but it's in the catalogue. And you can you can see it there. Uh, Man Ray used it for the magazine, The Révolution Surrealiste, and on a cover in June 15, 1926. Adje agreed to, for this image to be reproduced, but didn't want to have his name in print. Another American, Bernice Abbott, was the assistant of Man Ray, she discovered Ajay's pictures in Man studio and came very often to see Ajay in his apartment next door to see and buy from him. In 1927, she succeeded in convincing him to make his portraits. He came with a nice coat instead of his worn-out clothes. She made a few shots. Two of them have become very famous. This one in front. Uh in front, and the profile. Of course, she pref- preferred the profile one, and it's uh, a print we have in the Musée Carnavalet. We couldn't find uh, the other image. Bernie Sabot has bought, uh, after Ajay's death, his archive and brought them to New York. This is a letter from Cal- uh, Calmet, who uh, wrote to... Bernice Abbott telling her that she she was the one he wanted to sell the collection to because she loved so much his work. So I will go through very quickly to explain the technique of Ajay, his camera, that you can see in this image in the show. It was a camera that was possible to tilt-shift to take uh, perspectives of big uh, city views. And in some of uh, other places you can see the reflection of his camera in a mirror. Stu- so his studio at his house. The negatives there's a negative from our collection in the exhibition with a modern print album in print made And this is the garden where this image was taken. The prints, there are three ways of um, collecting his prints on cardboard, like this one. And there are three different qualities of paper, albumin, matte albumin, and gelatin, aristotype. These are um, all gold-toned images. On the back, he puts the caption and the negative number and sometimes a whole comment on uh, the photo. Some of the photos were bought through albums that he had made himself with the pictures inserted in each page, like this, which you can see in the show. We have a few of his invoices where he's... Uh, telling, he writes that he's an author, editor and not a photographer which is really interesting his document is in the show but Ajay has never taken pictures in uh, the Louvre for the sculptures so the way he took the photographs is uh, very interesting because you can see sometimes these round shades on the above of the photos which is the Vignetting of images, the mark of the lens, the clips that they are the marks of the clips that can uh, hold the photo, the negative in the camera, and the numbering that you can see on the right angle where he put always his negative number. His negative number allows us to date his pictures, to go uh, along him while he's taking photos of sometimes the same place, like here at different times also of his career. This is a photo in the 20s of the same place he took sometimes uh, 20 years before. You can compare these two photographs. And now how it is today, still. So he would sometimes be on one uh, angle and then choose another angle to give a better idea of a building I will finish quickly with uh, views of the exhibition so that you can have an idea of how uh, this exhibition was prepared with uh, Carlos and Fritz and my assistant in the museum in our print room where it was a real joy to go through all these photographs then they suggested to have the Man album from Eastman House, which is a real wonderful way to show photographs of Ajeb from a historical point of view and from an artistic point of view. This is a big meeting with Judy who was there, uh, fortunately, for some meetings. <laughs> and here we are deciding that the catalog is going to be in four colors. The crates of the photographs had to be specially made for such a long trip because, as Judy says, the the images are so fragile. They have to be kept uh, during the transport against change of temperature and humidity. So you have here the way they were made with double walls. This is for the negative that is so fragile too. In Madrid, uh, Fondation Mafre, with this map, which was showed and I must say that showing four times the same pictures is really a big privilege and it makes you look at Ajay in different ways this is the opening in Madrid and some good time too <laughs> with the Spanish people who were really wonderful to help with the catalog that's the most beautiful book, this is in Rotterdam totally different atmosphere a very modern building, an old uh, harbour storage building. I will go quickly. (laughs) This is the plan of the show, totally different. And uh, they had made big enlargements to show differences in the series of Ache. And Paris. And we had... Uh, use of different colors some enlargements so we had different parts a map of Paris and the Man Ray album and so um, I will just quickly show you the end of the exhibition in Paris this was transport to here <laughs> thank you very much